you hearing it here first. We the wave, you know. You hearing oh, yeah, it on the We the wave we, radio. We the wave. You know what it is, man. Yeah. Bless Tell me that it's real. Tell me that it's on. Tell me that you're right, girl. Tell me that I'm wrong. Welcome back to another episode of We the Wave Radio. You know who it is, it's your boy Marcus. And today, got wifey in the building. Miss Tony. And um, we are on quarantine. This is a quarantine episode. I believe the first episode since all this coronavirus stuff happened. Um, I was about to say if you're just now tuning in and feel people in, but it's not a person in this world that ain't going to have been affected by the goddamn coronavirus. So, you know, like I know, this shit is very, very, very serious. And, um, you know, I just pray everyone stand inside. I pray for all who's been affected, you know, well, we've all been affected, but, you know, the ones who've lost life and lost, you know, family members and precious time with each other. On today's episode, we're just going to ask a whole bunch of questions. We really ain't got anything to do today. Um, we're going to start off with the newlywed game. It says, which one of you is the first to wake up in the morning? And if y'all have been listening... You know I'm the morning person for sure. Yeah, she don't wake up shit. <laughs> um, it says this reveals who gets to stare lovingly at the still sleeping figure of their beloved. When it comes to replacing the toilet paper roll, should the paper go over or under? Um, I, I don't really have perfect. Not at all. Shit doesn't matter as long as I got toilet paper. It'll take any shit. It's people who really do give a damn about that shit too. You know? Which way the hanger um, goes, which direction you hang clothes on, and which way it's facing. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that matters unless you're working in stores. Mm-hmm. But um, the other episode we recorded, you deleted it. Yep. Who is terrible with directions and get lost easily? I know I'm pretty good at directions for sure. Me too. My friends used to call me human GPS. These questions are brought to you from uh, manintelligence.com, by the way. So give them their credit for this shit. Among the two of you who believes in ghosts. Yeah. You don't? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I believe in ghosts per se, but I definitely be seeing shit. <laughs> Sheesh, Corona. Um. Which spouse is a picky eater? Shit, I know I am for sure. I would say we were the same though. We just have our own select things that we like to eat though. Who is better at remembering important dates? You, for sure. Yeah. Like I remember all our dates. I remember when we sat there and figured them all out together. I remember when that shit was super duper duper important to you though <laughs> first everything everything had a day um what would you do to make it a perfect sunday says the question is a white canvas for dreams me going to the beach you going to expense <laughs> <laughs> oh my perfect sunday 
my perfect Sunday would be waking waking up to some bomb ass breakfast for show. No brunches, <laughs> This is my perfect Sunday. Hour. Um. So yeah, waking up to some bomb ass breakfast. And some bomb ass weed. Going to get like the best lunch ever. Like with a variety of different things that I just love every single one of. Whatever that is. Um, Whatever it is that is relaxing. Like the most relaxing, whatever that thing is, I don't even know what that is. Whether it's one of those sleep tanks, one of those, whatever it is, I just want to be the most relaxed I've ever been in that evening. And then I would like to go. How would I like to be entertained? I want to see the funniest show that I've ever seen. In a place where I was able to smoke weed at the same time. <laughs> I think that'll be my perfect Sunday. The word is bomb. The best of the best of the best of everything. And relaxation. That's really it. Who gets to hold the remote? Funny thing is, niggas don't even use remotes. Who gets the computer? Well, I guess that's a remote, the controller. They use the controller. Shit. To be honest, who gets the remote? Aaliyah. <laughs> That's the real answer. Aaliyah gets the remote. Yeah. Aaliyah gets the remote. We get the devices. What subject was likely the weakest subject for your mate in school? For you, English? I want to say for you, it was. Math or science? One of them you didn't like. Don't be my favorite subject. Okay, well, don't be your favorite. <laughs> I thought you always said English was yours because I, I used to say I hated it. I said I was good you. at it. Uh, English Existential and philosophical things. 
we want to do hypotheticals. Deep, personal, what if, or for couples. Alright, to what extent do you shape your own destiny and how much is done uh, down to fate? Excuse me. So basically, like, how much control do we have? That, I guess, yeah, it says, are we in control or just flowing down the river of life? I want to say we're flowing down the river of life. But, but you have choices down the road. I would say... You are flowing down the river of life, and that is fate. And I would say, um, everything that you think you control in shaping your river and your experience going down that river is fate. The only reason you have it and it comes to you as it comes to you because it is what it is. And it was already meant to be that way. But it sounds cool for us to feel like we did this and we did that. And you should, in my opinion, to think the best, or how I've found to think the best is, I believe everything and all that is is for me, you know, and is happening because of me. But I understand that as my faith. Um, should people care more about doing the right thing or doing things right? But. Damn, <laughs> yeah, can I think both? You can say whatever you want to say. Is that what you're saying? You say both? Okay, I actually say neither. Neither? Do what moves you. It's about the faith. It's about how I believe. It's do what moves you. And if it moves you in a way that makes you feel good, do it. You know? But some people use things that move them that feel bad to do things too. And that is just what it is. I'm not God, you know? So whatever it moves you, do it, you know? And whatever it is to be, will be. And you just gotta accept it. Of course not. But you have to. Realize that it's a reality for some people, and I'm not one to say that it's not justified. I'm not God, you know, but God also created people who created the consequences for that, so I allowed that to happen as well. Which is why it's neither, it's just it is what it is. I still say both. It says, What's more important, ethics or ideal results? Do the ends justify the means? Um, my personality, I'm saying yeah. <laughs> Everything in life is justified one way or another. Right. It's just a balance. It's a wrong act, okay, if nobody ever knows about it. I don't think whether people know about it or not makes it right or wrong. So, 
you have been listening, I don't really believe in right or wrong. It's, it is what it is, you know. Somebody made up these rules, and that's not right or wrong. Some people choose to break the rules, and that's not right nor wrong, you know. What is right and what is wrong? So you don't have, like, a, a moral compass or a conscience? Yeah, but I don't base it on right or wrong. I base it off of what moves me in a direction that feels good for me to be moved in and that serves me. But you say things like you would never cheat or whatever, so... Because that serves me and it serves my purpose. It makes me feel good being consistent. It makes me feel good being loyal. It, it makes not only me feel good, it makes what God has shown me to be true. True. If I was a man who was... in who deal with infidelity, I wouldn't be the man that I'm to be. It doesn't coincide. Because I've also said I wouldn't cheat. And I've also said I would forgive cheating. But why would you have to forgive it if it's not right or wrong? That's why I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> if I would do it, I, that means I don't believe it was wrong. It is what it is. What do people strive for after enlightenment? Once you've made it to the top, where do you go from there? I would hope what people strive for after enlightenment is the enlightenment of others. I would will, I will hope you appreciate it as, as such, you know, and say, this is a beautiful thing, and I understand what it took to get here, and now because of that, I can pass that on to someone else. I get what you're saying, but you don't have control over other people, and especially not with something like that. But you have people control. are going to come to enlightenment on their own, and you can aid them, of course. But you know that just means just happens to live it. But you can also not aid them by keeping the secrets to yourself. But if you are truly enlightened, like you show, people can learn just from watching you, just from being around. So. I don't know. I think it's something you can turn on and go. Well, actually, you know what I think? I don't think we've actually seen it, to be honest with you. I believe we hear about it. I believe it once existed. But. You don't believe there's any enlightened people today? No. No? What about Barack? Barack! I mean, I believe we all have sparks, for sure. <laughs> we all have sparks of enlightenment. But full enlightenment, it's like you said, it would it would show. It would be super duper visible and super duper there. So I don't think it's time yet. I think it's definitely in the works. And I think we definitely have spurts where we, as a people, grow. To an extent, the times when he wasn't enlightened is what came back to haunt him. Nobody is ever enlightened before. Only experience the time. This actually goes back into something I was thinking about on my own. Just like we, I don't think anybody in our time knows what freedom is, including white people. Like I don't think that concept exists in this. Everybody in the streets, huh? You, you're born into it. You're born into it. It just is inevitable. 
We are, as a people, I believe, that's why we are here to serve. We are workers. I agree with that. I don't think we've ever seen true freedom. To me, true freedom is not even having to physically do. That's why they work so hard, freedom after death, and life after death. Because it is difficult to, if not impossible to obtain while you're alive. Okay, y'all don't worry about it. Well, who is they? <laughs> is they just nature? Because it's by nature that we aren't free, to be honest. Like, even this land, even the trees, like, it, it sounds good, but somebody can chop it down at any second. Like, it, it's not even, trees aren't even free to grow. Grass isn't free to grow. Like, we cut it. We even pollute water. Like, that's not even free. We stop it. We change the way it moves. We put stuff in front of it. Like, what's really free? Not even air. We take that. I'm trying to think. I didn't even think. Mind? Imagination? <laughs> Is it? It's damn sure not free. It's attacked by everything you see. Yeah, but you can train it to avoid and attack. Process them differently. Who's to say that's not an attack in itself? In and of itself. I believe a free mind is actually free of thought. Like, it just. Freedom to me is literally movement. Just movement for whatever purpose is the movement travel. Oh, sunlight. Boom. Yeah. That is the source. I, I think that's where. <laughs> But then again, well, it's always there, always accessible. We're not always, you know, able to grasp it. But it's still there. But it's there for sure. But then again, that is a star that's said to be able to burn out at one point, which is supposed to be the end of our civilization. So is that really? Just because yeah. you have a lifespan, doesn't mean you have freedom. Everything dies. Everything ends. Just make you less free. What is free? What is freedom? Yeah, let's look up the clinical definition of freedom and like, see if we can agree. The power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without <coughs> hindrance or restraint. Absence of subjugation to foreign domination or domestic government, or oh, excuse me, despotic government. What? Despotic government. The state of being imprisoned or enslaved. Of not, excuse me, the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. That's from Oxford. And by definition, what uh, what in this world is free? Well, freedom and free are two different things. But what has freedom? I mean, even if you think of the sun, it literally is 
stuck in one place. What? Doesn't it work? Or <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me like that, bro. Just answer my question. <laughs> they don't move. I thought they all moved. We are moving. We're moving, but not the sun. It doesn't move at all. We revolve around it, not the other way around. But how is it not moving if there's no gravity? If we are moving around it, you don't spin or nothing. Say if there's no, are you talking about the moon? What? I'm talking, no, about, I'm talking the sun. about the sun. You said it's no gravity. Yeah, in space. No. I'm sure it moves. I'm sure it rotates or something. No. We rotate. It, so if it did, it would not be in the sinks. You're not making sense. You're not making sense. It has to move. There's no way it's no. just sitting in one yes, spot in the is. middle of the fucking no yeah, way. That's why it's the sun. Like, yes, yes, way, nigga. We are moving around it. Yeah, no, it, I get that. I it can't that. move. If we're moving around it, where, where's the movement coming from? I just from? figured where's we was moving? all just floating, you know, and we revolve around it, floating up in the space. No? No. So it's always in the same spot. Forever. The sun is there. It's interesting. I didn't know that. It don't move. Okay. That's odd. Rises in the east, sets in the west, baby. Every single day. That's how you know direction. That's how it gives we know north, east, south, and west. Like that that gives us the. I just mean I thought it would at least. And the pole, excuse me, north and south pole. Um, Energy, the magnets. But um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't move. How is it not moving if there's no gravity? (sighs) How is it just sitting there? Because it is. God. And it's heavy. And it's heavy. You are silly as hell. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is it makes all the sense in the world because it's actually what's happening. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> That's funny. You gotta cut that whole part out. No, cut nothing out. Word. Somebody else out there that needs that information. If lying is wrong, are white lies okay? Is it ever okay to bend the truth for the overall good? Yeah. I'm going to say it's both. (laughs) It's going to have its advantages. It's going to have its disadvantages. What it is, if you choose to lie, you choose to lie. If you choose not to, you choose not to. They're both going to have its pros and cons. Some people are going to take your truths the wrong way. Some people are going to take the fact that you lied to them the wrong way. Some people are going to be able to handle the truth. Some people are going to be able to live with a lie. It just is what it is. True. I do my best to discern and be able to know the difference. You know? I just don't like her Can we have happiness without sadness? Can there be no one, can there be one without the other? And if so, no. is pure happiness ever possible? No, 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 no. You can't, baby. You ain't know by now. Everything is perfect. We talked about this in past episodes. Best day that ever happened to you is equally the worst day that ever happened to you. Trust and believe.
gravity goes up, comes down. Gravity. It's law. It's law, bro. It's literally law. Like, <laughs> where the fuck do y'all think these people came up with this shit? Like, this shit. It's just like. Contrary to what motherfuckers may believe now, niggas actually just sat here and studied what the fuck was going on in the world. <laughs> and why it was going on. And what it was here to teach us and to tell us. And that's how we come up with shit like geometry, trigonometry, fucking astrology. All the liberal arts, my nigga. It's all based on nature and law and shit that happens to us. Surprise, surprise. Like, <laughs> shit is funny, man. This law, it is what it is. It's what governs us as everything. So all this shit is based on your mother, nature. The sound happen if nothing is present to hear it. Of course it does. If sound happens when you are present to hear it, that same sound occurs when you are present to hear it. It having been heard does not give sound justification. I always thought that question was really dumb. Fucking me too. In the woods and no one's around. Uh, yeah. Does it make a sound? (laughs) Like, yes, nigga. If fucking. What <laughs> <laughs> shit is the crazy? Fuck? It's a tree, bro. They loud when they fall over. They're pretty large. Like, come on now. <laughs> it's like saying if one plus if one plus one is two, but uh, nobody's there to put it together, does it still equal two? Like, <laughs> yes, motherfucker. <laughs> I never understood why that was even like a thing. I don't know. Either. And like my teacher would ask me, like, well, are you sure? <laughs> like, yeah, That's nigga, I'm funny. Sure. The little caption under it is, if the tree falls in the woods. Right. Not, not, not. right. Like, yes, yes, it still makes a fucking sound. Last one, is, um, um, last one is, does observation alter an event? Does what? Observation. Like observing something mm-hmm. alter and a bit. It says you may want to look into the double sit experiment for this one. This observation alter and double slit experiment. I wonder what that is. I, that I mean, they just talk about perception in general. I mean, I would say, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, perception in general. Why you do that? Um, yes, observation most certainly alters an event because an event is only encountered by the people who observe it. So that's all you have to go on is their story. If you were not there to physically observe it, it is strictly the event and the encounter and the record of that event is strictly based on those who observe it. So it, it, most, most of it. Very well put together, sir. That was all of them? Of the philosophical ones, yeah. It's like when, like when people talk about the coronavirus, and some people are super like, oh my god, like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna get mad. You got your mask? I got my mask. I got a big boat. And then other people who are like, 
don't even know what's going on right now. Just straight chilling. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, like. So, do we want to do hypothetically, most likely to, personal, deep, what if, weird, this or that? Um, it's it, interesting. Well, the way they set up, funny, nothing funny, nothing funny. Matter of fact, we're just gonna go down the list, and if I don't like them, we're just gonna skip them. Okay, we're gonna start with funny. Eight best funny questions to ask. Let's get it popping. Alright, what product do you think the world could go on with, go could go on without. There are a lot of useless gadgets out there, which is the most pointless. What is something you think we all can go without? for a reason the answer is nothing like one thing led to another there's nothing is too small nothing was too they dumb nothing was too like that shit things, doesn't exist no. <laughs> but w- something sparks that and it sparks something Ooh, else cigarettes. okay I feel you said I I'll be damned if a motherfucker say something <laughs> in the least in the most pointless day. <laughs> if you make and we can if do it out, I'll be goddamn. That has no use, nigga. You know it. You are very aware. Tell me about it. If one animal was made the size of a whale, which would be the scariest? Scariest animal that is now the size of a paper. That's easy. What? Fucking lion. I was gonna say cockroach. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine just a big ass cockroach running around this motherfucker picking up people with this fucking talents and shit? Ugh! Not talents, but you know what I mean. The little things. Disgusting. I immediately thought of that episode of Powerpuff Girls. Like. <laughs> <laughs> A big ass cock growth. Yeah, not but that's crazy. And they don't die. What you gonna do? Oh, what man. are you gonna do? That is the truth. That is the truth. A fucking cockroach is the scariest thing if it was the size of a whale. Ooh, a whale-sized mosquito. Ew. What you A whale-sized one? You not swatting that, my nigga? It's sucking all blood. It's picking niggas up. Just, but what blood is this? It's like picking niggas up. It's not even sucking, but it's picking niggas up. Just, just, you stupid, bro. <laughs> suck it, just suck it, motherfucker. 
and it got wings. It's flying too. The bitches is in the air. But then it can only attack one good. person at a time. So while it's sucking somebody up, you gotta, you know, shoot that motherfucker with some rage. Big ass dynamite. That shit's crazy. <laughs> um, what is the worst song lyric you ever heard? Worst song lyric? Mm-hmm. Um, remember when Justin Bieber first came out? Yeah. Pretty much any of those motherfucking songs. Um. I can't pinpoint the worst song lyric I ever heard. Oh, matter of fact, let me try to think of some simple shit niggas have fucking said. That's just like my nigga. Do you remember um a lot of that Twitter feed shit. thing that was like um all little Wayne's old little metaphors, but like the weirdest ones that the niggas could pick out? Man. He used to say some wild shit. <laughs> That's The only thing I could think of, and to me, it's not even the worst song lyric because that shit is a bop, but it's the simplest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. I'ma buy you a drink. Oh my god! <laughs> what did he say? He said, "I'ma buy you a drink." He said, "You gonna drink it, and we gonna get drunk." Or <laughs> something. Oh say? yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what the fuck did he say? <laughs> <laughs> He said, "Look that shit up, bro." <laughs> I don't think it was in "Buy You a Drink," though. I think it was in Jamie Foxx shit. Nah, it was in "Buy You a Drink." It was in "Buy You a Drink." It was when he was like low key rapping. Uh huh. I think. Or was it in? Um, what the fuck is that? Got the damn phone in your hand. <laughs> but that shit, this is some bullshit. <laughs> Um, what's some other who say some simple shit? Remember that wild shit we listened to yesterday? You listened to Sauce Walker's uh, new song, and he was like, "That's uh, hard, my nigga. That's I'm not, not saying it that's wasn't hard. hard. That's it's not the just worst. you know, hard. that's the only thing uh-huh. that comes to mind right now, just because it was so fucking crazy." That nigga said, "Mama had a stroke because her son died. Guess she couldn't live without him." Crazy thing is, we came back and shot at the perception just to make sure we got him. That shit. Like, the imagery of that, and me being a mom, too. Like, that's <laughs> fucked up, bro. Like, that's fucked up. Of course you got him. He dead. We at his funeral. My perception, nigga. not even the <laughs> Right, the funeral over like, underground He's in the right ground now. already. It was, so what you shooting at the reception <laughs> That's the petty shit Just right to make there. sure we got him. He's not there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how them niggas go, oh man. Oh, my God. They take it there. That shit was wild. <laughs> <laughs> that song that, was so fucking I hard, bro. I couldn't even let it go. I, I was like, Bird nigga Call is for sure one of the hardest songs of this year so far. Sanji went off on that thing at Air Chain. That shit was crazy though. They all get that shit. That's funny as hell. There's <laughs> 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 been a few niggas who said some stuff like that too though, but not how you think it together. Yeah, I mean, Neither the same some shit. Wild niggas out there saying wild shit, but that is the lyric that popped up. <laughs> <laughs> Looking up that damn lyric which is taking way too long, which is why I didn't want to do yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> Well, I looked up the buy you a drink lyrics, 
in there. I told you it wasn't it. (laughs) What is the craziest thing you've ever seen somebody do at the workplace? I want to go say something. (laughs) Um, Oh, when I was at Forever 21, I told you this story, right? The lady in the wardrobe. What'd she do? Refresh my memory. I was working at Forever 21. And this lady came in there and was in the changing room. And I was Stank. working the changing room. Uh-huh. Oh, no. go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, you know, like, when they come out, you're supposed to go in there and clean it out. And uh, make sure they ain't behind all that shit, right? So she was, like, the only one in there. And it was uh, two other ladies that had just left when she was coming in. So as soon as she came out, I went in there to clean up because I wasn't doing nothing else. And I look up, and, you know, they have the big-ass mirror, so it's got kind of a ledge on the top that's just big enough for a phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking she left behind her phone. But as I look closely, it is a pad, a used pad, just left on the top of the fucking mirror. Like, she went in there and changed herself real quick. And back. Mind you, there's a bathroom next door to that Forever 21. You know what I'm talking about because you used to work at that Adidas right there. That's crazy. Yeah, that's your. Oh God, it's really right there. That shit is literally right next door, my nigga. Like a few feet. Mm -hmm. I was like, this heifer. I, I'm not cleaning that up. (laughs) That's all I know. I'm not touching that shit. And I'm paying it up. Eight twenty-five is not enough to pick up no used tampon. (laughs) Or pad. That's actually worse too. Oh. What's the craziest thing I've seen happen in the workplace? Um, probably having me. No, that's not the crazy. I mean, we get in fights all the time. We're about to. I don't know if anything crazy like I've seen happen, to be honest. Maybe like a customer cussing somebody out that I work with. But the crazy shit I know, I just remember hearing this one of my supervisors talk about how she like ain't it. What that shit just was the weirdest shit ever. Uh, after the hospital shopping first few months, I used to get all kind of crazy shit. Because the chick that worked at the front was a prostitute. And she loved talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, the type of person that just introduced themselves to you within the first five minutes mentioned that they suck dick for a living. Like, why? You know? Why? I didn't ask you, you that. Let you know. <laughs> Like she, you know, she was cool as fuck, so I didn't mind talking to her. But there were a lot of times she would tell me stories that I didn't ask to hear. You know, so I used to hear that type of shit all the time. When's the worst thing your mom caught you doing as a kid? Um, I would either have to be beat my dick. Oh my god! About to about to have some sex. <laughs> you ain't right. <laughs> My mom hella cool. She was she. That I'm not even gonna go into to the. Uh, part of that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny as shit. But um, yeah, I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah I didn't do anything. <laughs> Those are the only things. <laughs> Other than that, nigga, I was playing sports and shit. No, I take that back. Another weird thing is my mom always tells this story too. 
I got in trouble in class, and I was either biting on a pen or something, and I had my shirt in my mouth. And she came, she was coming in to see me or to give me something. I'm in the front of the class, hopping on one foot with my shirt in my mouth. Yeah. And so she, she fucked me up that day. But she'll tell you that story. She's mad. Hella yeah, hot. Hella high. Oh, I, I pop up one time, especially because she just went to go see my brother. I think that's why she popped up because mm-hmm. she had something for him, but he was doing good as all the niggas used to do. I was the, the only one <laughs> of my mom's children to say fuck school. <laughs> Everybody else was obedient and got great grades. Fuck that shit. Um, and yeah, that was another time I got caught doing some shit I wasn't supposed to do. But yeah. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When that happened, I think I was in third grade. Yes. Like nine. You nine in the third grade? Me? Yeah. No, you weren't. Hey, we talk about this all the time. Ten, My eleven, twelve. October, I started school late because of my birthday. So yes, I was. So you was twelve in the sixth grade. You was 14 in the 7th grade. You was 15 yes. in the 8th eighth, eighth grade. You was 16 in the ninth grade. You was 17 as a sophomore. You was 18 as a junior. You was 19 when you graduated. Because that's the math. Wait, no, 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 no. Yes, it wait, is. Wait. If you're no, 9 in the 3rd grade. Nine in the third grade that's 10 eight. in the 4th. 11 in the 5th. Yeah. 12 in the 6th. Yeah. 13 in the 7th. Yeah. 14 in the 8th. Yeah. 15 in the ninth. Yeah. 16 in your 10th grade year, yeah. 17 in your junior year, yeah. and 18 in your senior year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see his face right now. <laughs> 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 He's thinking like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that only happened for me because I got held back. So. I didn't get held back. I couldn't. And my birthday is literally seven days after yours. So you mm-hmm. think you have a late birthday. I had I know, a later one. I know. But we were, we were in two different areas. Like, I was in Kansas. I had the same issue. <laughs> so you started school late. I actually don't know when I started school. I can do the math, but I know I graduated turning 18. And I was turning 19. Actually, I was turning 19 the year I graduated, matter of fact. Because I had turned 18 my senior year. The school starts in like August, September. Exactly, the year I before. So I would always turn uh, whatever age before everybody else. So, 19, so 18 senior year. Going on to 19, uh, 18 senior year, 17, junior, 16, sophomore, 15, freshman, 14, 8th grade, 13th, 8th grade, because that's what, no, I don't have a school, 14, 8th grade, 13, and 12th, 7th grade, because I have an 8th grade, I'm tripping. Eight. I finished seven. I have like eight. I did eight twice. So that's fourteen and thirteen. Since I should have been young, I started school early. But I should have been younger when I graduated the first time. So I was supposed to graduate in two thousand eleven. Okay. What 
fun activity from your childhood has been completely ruined for kids today? Music class. Don't they not have music classes? Some schools don't, but that's all right. It's not like worldwide. But you know, like, getting a clarinet, you know, everybody has a little recorder. Yeah. I hate music class. I love that shit. So much fun. Um, fuck, just going outside, period, my nigga. Like, we grew up here, but not how we was outside, G. Not like how we was outside. My nigga, we was forced to go outside. Right. It's like, like, get out. It's either you in, you out, but you're not doing both, my nigga. So stay the fuck out. Get your ass out. Y'all go outside and play. Straight up. Everybody outside right now. Everything. Y'all not about to play in this house. Take that ball and go outside. Nigga, you should get into everything. Like, my sister to this day still doesn't know how to ride a bike. I used to be gone on bikes, nigga. I used to be everywhere I wasn't supposed to be on the bike. Don't give me no bike, because I already was walking there. <laughs> oh, you got me a bike? I'm out. I'm out. I'm at the top of the complex. I'm all the way where I'm not supposed to be, where you can't see me. That was Antoine. I remember one time this nigga uh, came home. The police brought this nigga home. <laughs> that like... happened to me too. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, y'all just the bike. That shit is so. Funny. Well, actually, I had the opposite happen to me. The police didn't even bring me home. I had the police show up to my house on two separate occasions. Oh my god! <laughs> One because I had a BB gun and I stashed it next to my house because I wasn't supposed to have it, <laughs> of course. So of course. I stashed it, but my neighbor saw it and thought it was a real fucking gun. So she called the cops. Bitch! <laughs> I don't ask for that shit. <laughs> Wherever you at, And then, for some reason, I had my book bag, and I think my father-in-law at the time was using it or something, so it was a fucking box cutter in my bag, but I didn't know it, right? So, meanwhile, I'm at school, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's a box cutter in my bag, so, oh, I got a box cutter in my bag. (laughs) Say, oh, shit. We on the bus. And I go to sit down, and then this girl, we get into it, and she spit in my face. <laughs> Never forget this day. Disrespectful, Spit in bro. my motherfucking face. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Pull out the knife. Oh, my God. On the motherfucking oh multi-tool. Like, bitch, <laughs> you ever spit in my face, I cut the shit out you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the motherfucking police came to my Oh, you was bad as hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm proud of you to know actually cut dirt. Because <laughs> that's some disrespectful shit. My mom always told me, to. if somebody spit in your face, kill it. That's kill the him. most disrespectful thing they can do to you ever in life. She always told me that. Uh, I remember that was like the only thing that my mama used to get like for real, for real mad about. Like, you spit on somebody. Oh, nigga, you in your ass. Come on, man. Come on, man. You can call me whatever. You spit on me. I'm fucking. Um, what is that one? Oh, oh, shit. That. 
Who is the most annoying celebrity according to you? Just doing 
doing is also understanding. Um, I think the, the the best part actually about love is the the not see part. I think that's the most important. Like to me, the love isn't in the action or the doing or the materialization of. It's the the spirit and the will and the want to. It's the it's like it's the things that you don't even see. Like when if I were if like when I do something out of love, you don't see all the stuff that I turned down or turned off or thought of and went through in my mind to make sure that this was possible. And to me, that is the love, the attention to detail, the the processing of thought and emotion in order to better serve outside of yourself. So, I think I think that love is I think that love is life. You know? Love is life. Love is is God. Love is breathing breathing in feeling, doing, so as far as relationships go, I think it's just wanting that and doing your best to doing your best to serve your partner in that. Alright, let's at least finish these questions. What's your favorite dessert? Favorite dessert shit right now is best foundation. Okay. But you know that's <laughs> <laughs> no, that's mine, without a doubt. Uh, but, uh, so <laughs> I love sweet. You love chocolate, you love lemon cake, you love time you became aware of me it was the same time for both of us I believe like literally just saw it like oh. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> um, but for I want to say September know, 18th of 2016 it was 18th it was either the 18th or the 12th so it was like 16th what is it? no you're thinking about when we went on our first date you're thinking about October, October. Because I knew that close to me right before your birthday. September of 2016. You know it. But I'm thinking about when I got my car. Because that was the first day I got my car. Yeah, same day. Same day. Do you remember the first thing we said to one another? I know I said, hello, welcome to the Apothecary Shop. (laughs) My name's Donna. Yeah. <laughs> I need some weed for sure. For sure, for sure. 
That was fresh money too. I had just made that to go <laughs> get my car there and go get me the weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid yeah. fucking two hundred for that part. That's funny. What's your favorite memory of me? Favorite memory of me? Wow. Um, there's so many. Um, okay. My favorite memory of you is when I introduced you to my mom. I was very, very, very happy. Stages. Benny Hans. Going to Kevin Hart and Benny Hans remain one of the best days of my life. Just the energy of knowing we're about to create something. Like, I can feel it. And just knowing that I didn't have to look anymore. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to do anything. Like, my life was about to really begin. Like, I'll never get that moment back. I can never redo that. Like, um, so that, um, I'll never forget getting engaged, the conversation we had in the shower, um, the way you looked at me, the realization that we had, and how I just, just the process and then your response and then just the the know what that day represented um that was a great day I'll never forget that and to to understand that it wasn't ideal and the the cliche have this ready have this prepared but it was spiritually everything that I ever needed, you know, and I never thought it would have gone that way. You know, I'm always like the elaborate kind of planner <laughs> type person scheme, but it was beautiful. There was no scheme, no, it was just how natural we are. Um, I would say our wedding day, I don't think I've ever seen you that happy. Um, I really just that whole like three four days was just the best. Um, just everyone being around, everything, yeah, just like centered around us. Yeah. Everybody focused on us, and you know, even though it was crazy trying to get everything done, and mm-hmm. just just having everybody around and doing that, like we literally had every, all the energy, like everything was on us, and. I don't think we'll ever, well, not ever, excuse me. I, that moment, like, can't be replicated. 
Right, because it's the first time. We can do other things and have things that say that. You know, the first, and that was the purest year for sure. Um, I don't know, got two more that really sticks out. Um, mm-hmm. I know what you can most For sure. You know me out. Speak out of me. Uh, I just remember sitting on the couch, motherfucking cabin ass, waiting on this Uber because he about to leave. Mm-hmm. We on the couch playing the game. We go in the bathroom. He said, babe. <laughs> and I look at Howard. And he look at me. And I just go, I just smile bright. And then I go, what? And he said, come here. And me and Howard look at each other. Smile. And I go out of the bathroom. And he said, we pregnant. One of the happiest days of my life as well. Um, I just remember holding you. Remember jumping on Howard's ass. <laughs> Remember just slapping Kevin's hand a bunch of times, like, hell yeah. And I'm just saying, like, damn. It's like, there's a reason why my shit didn't come. It's like, I was supposed to be here for this. And I was like, yo. And then he began, began calling everybody he knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sitting bomb. there like, I ain't gonna tell nobody for a few days. I need to, you know, get my energy right. Mm-hmm. Just come to the realization that this is happening. And then I feel comfortable talking to people. And this nigga's on the phone. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Mama, we practiced. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how calm we were having a meal. The spirit of that, how at peace in me we were, how just how you handled that was the most resilient thing I've ever seen. The the strongest, the bravest, the it was just everything. Thank you. She definitely in a let's do this mind state. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I think we can leave it off on that one. Okay. Leave it off on. Yeah. Excuse me. They have actually ate all my food already. <laughs> Shit was fine. Then that was another episode of We The Way Radio, man. I appreciate all the listen. Give us that look. And we appreciate you, man. Thanks for being part of the way. Till next time. Peace.